avenuepodcast.net. Welcome to BDSM, Bloody Dreadful Shite Movies. This is Chris. Hello there. And some people say he has questionable taste in movies, so he's on a mission to find out if this is true by watching the most painfully bad movies he can find to see if he can get any pleasure from them. Ah, you using the whole fist, Doc? Just relax. Hello, and welcome to the BDSM Cinematic Dungeon. I hope you're all well. And this time, it's going to be a battle. A battle between bad movies. And our first contestant in this battle of wills is 2012's The Amazing Bulk, which stars a group of nobodies, with Ford Aston being the most famous out of the bunch, who played Guy in Park in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Dead Technician in Westworld. <laughs> and the story, according to IMDb, is... Henry Hank Howard works as a scientist in a military lab, trying to create a superhuman formula, but with little success. He is also in love with the daughter of his boss, a general. In an effort to earn his approval to marry his daughter, Henry tests the formula on himself, inadvertently transforming himself into a purple rage monster and leaving him at the mercy of those who wish to exploit his newfound power. Hmm. That sounds like it's going to be a basic Incredible Hulk ripoff and has some great reviews like this. Blaze Wolf writes, Unwatchable. Not suitable for bad movie night. This movie is marketed as the room of superhero movies. This is not even that. Some movies are good, some are bad, some are so bad they're good, and then there are very special movies that are so bad, so god-awful that they are unwatchable. This movie belongs to that last category. The thing about movies that are so bad they're good is that some effort went into making them. This didn't have that. They bought graphics and used a green screen, and very poorly at that. The acting is terrible. The shots are all so awful. The CG, my God, the CG was atrocious, and I really don't know what else to say. The final nail in the coffin is that when they realised how bad their movie was, they quoted an article calling it The Room of Superhero Movies, which I believe is giving it too much credit, and they market it that way, trying to make it sound ironic, like that this is worth picking up for bad movie night. If you ever see this movie on a store shelf and you need something for bad movie night, don't pick this one. For the love of God, pick something else. Hmm. And now you can see why I'm putting it up as a, um, a battle episode. Because if you market yourself as the room for superhero movies, you're going to have to be compared to the master of bad movie making. Tommy Russo. Next. Jaden Martinez writes, One of the biggest travesties in cinematic history. Watching this movie was genuinely one of the worst experiences of my life. Every transition, every edit hurt to watch, everything in the 76 minutes of viewing felt agonizing and torturous. The film roughly following the plot of any Hulk story, with the exception of everything being terrible. Every scene of this film is shot on a green screen, which has worked in films like Sin City, but this film pulls it off about as well as Attack of the Clones. 
Well, almost. The ending is one of the most ridiculous and insane thing I've ever seen in my life. There was no reason for anything that occurred during the ending. Zeus, soccer kids, flying dogs. I spent the last ten minutes of the screening with a shocked look on my face, according to my friend who watched it with me. Overall, I would not recommend this movie for anyone except die-hard red-letter media fans or people who are into masochism, as this film is worse than waterboarding. Hmm. I'm now intrigued. And a little bit scared of what I'm letting myself in for. I wonder if it's got any ten-star reviews. Riley Spencer writes, No one appreciates the bulk. Look, I have to admit it, but I've already seen this movie three times. Yes, it does look cheap, and it does have terrible dialogue, but it's what makes me enjoy it every time I watch it. Like, come on, the running, and even walking, in place. That part where Hank and Hannah were on a roller coaster where they could have used the fan. And the part where those two cops are in their car, but you could actually see the couch they were sitting on. The part that gets me every time is when they used most of their budget on the bulk running away scene. Like, this movie is so freaking bad, but it's so funny to watch it with other people. Um, Riley, I think you may need help. Because <laughs> you're not really selling it to me. So, our next combatant is, of course, The Room. And for those of you who don't know, it's the heavyweight champion of unintentional comedic movie making. The to Room is a 2003 American independent romantic drama film that has gained a cult following due to its bizarre and unconventional storytelling, technical and narrative issues and off-kilter performances. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! The film was written, directed and produced by Tommy Wiseau, who also stars in the film alongside Juliette Daniel and Greg Sestero. Oh, hi, Mark. The plot revolves around a melodramatic love triangle between amiable banker Johnny, his deceptive fiancée Lisa and his conflicted best friend Mark. <laughs> what a story, Mark. The film was a box office bomb, but home media sales and notoriety following its initial release significantly increased its public profile. In a few minutes, bitch. Looks like it's gonna be a good fight. Let's grab some popcorn and watch these bitches fight. Look, our time here is running out. I mean, General Darwin has been more than gracious with our setbacks, and I'm not sure he will be for very much longer. The government will stop funding this project unless you start showing some damn results. We're dabbling in God's backyard. was an interesting watch. To compare The Room with The Amazing Bulk is going to be like comparing a chalky dog turd with diarrhoea. Because they are both shit. But at least a chalky dog turd won't stay in your carpet. The Amazing Bulk reminds me so much of the old mega CD 4 motion video games like Night Trap 
Ground Zero Texas and Double Switch. The whole film looked like it was made by a five-year-old on Windows Movie Maker with a whole lot of stock footage and Getty images. Then there's the acting, which goes from passable-ish to your basic low-down porn movie actor. Man, the chicks are all over us. Can't believe we got in there. Calm down, Simon. Gonna blow everything for us. Gonna scare all the chicks away. While the room is on the same level as, say, Acorn Antiques. I know that was a piss take of the old, like, crossroads, but this was made that way unintentionally. And you can see why Tommy was so rebranded it as a romantic comedy than a drama. <laughs> so, which one of these cinematic tweaks will be a kink? And which one will be the stink? One. Which one was the most entertaining? Eh, uh, while I found the amazing book fairly amusing, with its mixture of stock footage and animated GIFs, it was just, eh, hmm, and the odd little unintentional bit. But The Room, with its inept storytelling, badly edited scenes, odd acting choices, made it so unintentionally comedic and oddly quotable. So the room has to win. <laughs> Two. Which one had the better story idea? Eh, The Amazing Book is a one-to-one rip-off of The Incredible Hulk, but told by the person, the last person in the game of Chinese Whispers. Frank, that's not very PC. You're going to get us in trouble again. While The Room is written by someone who hasn't got a grasp of English, story writing, pacing, or even being human. <laughs> So, this is a tough one. Well, not really, I'm just joking. <laughs> the Room had a better story. Even though it is gobbledygook. <laughs> Three, were they boring? In a word, no. Which really surprised me. <laughs> they crack on a fair old pace. So, I'm going to call it a draw. We can get help for you. Medical help. Four. Will I ever watch them again? Um, I'm going to say no to The Amazing Bulk, but yes to The Room, but with a caveat. I'm not going to go out my way to watch it. If I ever see it on, which is, I doubt it very much, because you never really see it in England. So The Room's going to win that one. Well, ish. Five. Would I recommend anybody else to watch them? I'm going to say yes. To both of them. <laughs> the Room is basically the greatest accidental comedy ever shat onto a screen. While The Amazing Book is just so silly and definitely a sight to behold. So it's going to be a draw. So the winner is The Room. But The Amazing Book gets a runner-up prize for its ludicrous finale. The chase scene is... Mwah. <laughs> it's so shit and so funny so definitely and if you do really want to watch The Amazing Bulk it's on YouTube for free just google it sit down 
get a few friends in and just piss yourself. <laughs> now that's over with, what shall I watch next time? I think I need a break from crappy movies for a bit. So, I'm going to go vanilla and watch a movie loved by the critics. The movie I've chosen, it's 2023's The Creator. I've heard it looks amazing, but some people are calling it just meh. So, come back next time to see if I can enjoy The Creator like a normal person. See you next time. If you would like to help Chris on his journey through cinematic pain and pleasure, then you could join our new Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash bad flicks. That's B-A-D-F-L-C-X, bad flicks. And you can contact Chris by email bdsmpodmovie at gmail.com. For movie recommendations, feedback, or just to say hi, please don't forget to rate, subscribe, and all that jazz. Free bagels. If you want to force Chris into watching Movie 43, you can donate at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bloody dreadful. That's buymeacoffee.com forward slash bloody dreadful.